The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. We're live. hey What's up, Cleaning Nation? Good to see you. We, uh, If you notice, the lovely lady uh, joining me today is not Lindsay. We just did a live event for our uh, Next Level folks. And Lindsay flew all the way from New Jersey to come out here to... Uh, uh, Scottsdale with us, but she uh, has had her fill, is going home and on a plane and too good to hang with us. But yeah. I love hanging out with my bride. As much as I love you, Lindsay, you're no Natalie. Um, <laughs> so that said, let's jump in. I think Natalie's going to handle live. If you got a question, you can chat with her. I don't see that because I get a little shiny object syndrome. So Natalie hit me with some of the uh, pre-recorded questions. If you want, yeah. if you have one of those and you want yeah. to share them. Yeah. Support at GrowMyCleaningCompany.com. We'll get you next week. But right now, Lindsay's got a couple uh, locked and loaded. What you got, girl? All right. So uh, Serena Day asked, every time I'm on Facebook, it seems I see 15 more cleaners in my area. Um, how do I break through the competition? Great question. Um, so the good news is, Serena, it's funny. When I was young, I had that uh, belief. I grew up here in Phoenix, which is a pretty big area. And believe it or not, we moved to a smaller town. I was like, oh, it'll be easier. Like the big town's so big and scary and there's so many people and everyone's smarter than me. And um, what will I do? And getting a couple of years of business under my belt, I have learned decisively. It's not about your competition. Everyone wildly over-focuses on their competition. It's about you and your clients, what they want. So the good news is, Serena, all we do all day, all day for the last, all day, every day for the last almost a decade is coach owners of cleaning companies all over the world. We've, I've literally personally talked to thousands and thousands. And here's the big fat secret. Your, your competition is not doing a great job. <laughs> I promise you they're not pricing right. They're not marketing right. So don't worry about the competition. Worry about you and what you have to offer. Uh, some ways that you can do that is A, you can niche, which is really nice. I always give the example of Anthony Robbins being a far better coach than me um, in probably most every way. It's just phenomenal. But if you want to grow a cleaning company, <laughs> I can help you, believe it or not, more than Anthony Robbins. And also, if you want to talk to Anthony Robbins personally, I'm guessing it's a million dollars. I'm slightly less expensive than that. So I can focus on what I have to offer the marketplace and not worry. If I just focus on Anthony Robbins and how good he was, I could get crumpled and do nothing and not be able to serve anybody. But um, the offering I have is unique and it's a value to all of our clients. And the offering you, Serena, have is unique. And it could be that you care more. It could be that you hire different people. It could be that you focus on a certain area. You deal with families or people with pets or this kind of a house or that kind of a house. So don't worry about what your competition is doing. I promise your clients or prospective clients don't care about your competition. They just care about the problem they have and how you can solve it. So focus on your clients and their problem, not on the competition because the competition, I've met them. They ain't great. You ain't competing with Anthony Robbins, I promise you, girl. All right. That uh, kind of sort of makes sense. Lovely, Natalie. Um, I think you did a pretty good job. I'll give you like three gold stars. You're this close to having Lindsay come back. I mean, she always tells me I do a good, great job. She gets me all fired up. I feel good. My wife, uh, we should have talked earlier. I didn't mean for, when I ask those questions, I'm not looking for an honest answer. I'm just looking for kind of a pat on the head. So next time we'll get better. <laughs> You know, if I'm not kind of giving you a hard time, are we really married? 
Well said. This is uh, this is my life. For those of you on video, like, well, she's pretty good looking. You're kind of a kind of a mess. It's a good life, and it is a good life. But uh, it's a good it, life. Comes, it comes with abuse. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, next question is from Rhonda Muscat. She says, "What do you tell a client that only wants the same cleaner at their house every week?" You've answered this one so many times, and I'm excited to hear it again. Uh, about so many times, but I've <laughs> we've gone through this once or twice in our day. So one of the big things I think owners miss is an opportunity is they don't. And by the way, we are, my bride and I are sharing the same house. Do you see her office where she gets to work and you see my office? I'm in <laughs> getting your hole. Yeah. She's got, I have light. That's about it. I do have some windows, but not like she's got the good office and I've got the crappy office. So uh, there you go. Um, everyone's like, quit whining. I don't care about your office or your marriage. Just help me grow my gut dang cleaning company. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, kids. Even with even my bride can't keep me focused. Like, uh, so there you go, Lindsay. It's not just you that they can't keep me uh, on the same track. Okay, so to answer your question, a lot of times we make a mistake when we set poor expectations, or I shouldn't say poor expectations, but impossible or irrational expectations might even be fair. So we'll say what I would term in my mind is nutty, goofy things like. We are the best cleaners ever. We'll never miss anything. We are perfect. We get everything every time. We're, you know, we kind of compete on that. And then we're shocked when we attract super fussy clients that complain and, and bitch and moan and don't like the service. So as long as you set the expectations properly, you can set anything you want. If you're like, we're not very good, but we're real expensive. And the guy says, okay, well, you just better not be very good and you better charge a lot. <laughs> People are like, I can't do that. Well, if the guy said that's what he wants, that's what you do. So I would not set the expectation of every cleaner. And if they said, that's what I want, I'd go totally appreciate that. Unfortunately, uh, there's no slave labor in this country. So I can't really bet <laughs> some other human being will do something that I want them to do. Um, it's something we can do our best on, but people get sick and take vacations and quit and I have to fire them and we hire new people. And it's just unreasonable to have the same person. That's just not how it works. And when you phrase it like that or frame it like that, they're going to realize that's an unreasonable or un it's not a good expectation. And then I would refocus the conversation on what we do do. I said that really slow because my wife will giggle if I say what we do do. <laughs> um, or my eight-year-old and my bride. You said do-do, daddy. Um, what you do want to focus on is that you will have a system for hiring the best people, only putting people in their home that they're going to love. Because what they're really saying is, I'm afraid that you're going to send me someone I don't like or someone's going to do a poor job. So I'm just going to go with consistency as opposed to a system. But if you let them know, we're going to hire the right people. We've got a system. We've got a process to hire, to train, to maintain. They're going to be fine with it. So, and again, even if you did quote unquote promise them the same person every day, that's not, it's not a promise you unless you're that person. And even then you could get hit by a bus, right? So there's really no promising the same person. There's only doing your best, but I wouldn't even make that as a, they're usually saying that because they're trying to solve a different problem. So I would just get to that problem. The problem is Natalie, ma'am, whomever sounds like you're concerned. There's going to be people you don't like, or don't do a good job and you want consistency. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, I wish I could, have robots that were the same thing. And maybe God willing, we don't have robots yet or we, we're all out of business, right? So, but I can't, right? These are human beings. So we'll always put you a good cleaner. And if we make a mistake or they make a mistake, we'll fix it. Um, but I certainly can't guarantee the same cleaner every time. It's just not reasonable. 
So can I get my three gold stars now, Natalie? Or is that? Oh, is that, that one's like, that's like the four star. Oh yeah. All right. She's, she's learning boys and girls. If I shame her publicly, she'll come around. <laughs> All right. Um, next question we have from Natasha Rain Grigory. And is anyone chatting with us online? Because we had a couple of times we thought we were online and we weren't. There was no thing. Is anyone there? Can we say hello? Or is it just? There's no comments yet. All right. Well, if you're online, chat it up. If you're not online yeah. and you're listening to recording, I guess you could scream into the wind. But I don't know if that's, I don't know if your scream will reach past Mike, but you can try. It'll be fun. You can try. You can video yourself and <laughs> share with our Instagram and say, hey, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Oh, and by the way, if you like Natalie better than me, and most do, so don't feel guilty, um, she is the brains and the beauty behind our Instagram channel. So if you're on Instagram or TikTok, any of our socials, it's probably Natalie. So if you're digging Natalie, um, check our socials, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. If you're digging this, don't worry. Lindsay will be back next week. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's comforting. <laughs> to you, you don't want this nonsense, but not to Lindsay. All right, hit me with another question, lady. All right, next one is Natasha Rain Grigory. She said, how do you stop someone damning your business over social media and the internet? Oh my goodness. That sounds serious. That sounds serious. Like some voodoo going on or like some kind of a familial curse or generational curse. Well, I wasn't aware that businesses had eternal souls that could be damned. So that's, <laughs> that's a whole, I didn't, I've got to check with my lawyer and see if my LLC is saved or like, I don't know what's going on. Like this is, this could be an issue, but we will, we'll go with it. Assuming this poor business could be damned either eternally or just temporarily by the other folks on the socials. Let's talk about that. So there's really two pieces of that. First of all, you can't stop anyone from doing anything. This is America. You know, <laughs> Natalie's got whymikesucks.com blog going on. Like, what, what am I going to do? We can't, uh, you know. I just renewed the subscri subscription. Just in case. Yeah, I, don't, just I don't know if it's active, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, A, I mean, there's the obvious answer. Take great care of your clients, right? So It's frustrating because when I say take care of our clients, I think what you hear is be nice to the people that are nice to you. But what I'm saying is take great care of all of your clients, even if they're poopy and be kind and loving as you possibly can to the people that are poopy and don't accept them as clients. So there's a lot of, there's a lot, there is a lot that goes into this. First and foremost, be kind, right? It used to be, you could settle someone's hash and tell them off and it would probably just maybe get, get you a punch in the nose. But after that, it, that would be the end of that. Now with the socials that can live on forever and ever, or even some version, their version of the story that may or may not have happened could live on forever and ever. So just don't give people that ammunition or that desire to crap on you. Second, be selective in who you take, right? So one of the many reasons I don't like doing online bids or pricing online is someone just puts their credit card in. They're your customer, man. You owe them some stuff and they might be nuts and they could slam you. So if, you, if you're more selective about the customers you have, you don't take crazy people, you're a lot less likely to get <laughs> crazy people. And crazy pe people probably leave the vast majority of the negative reviews that are unfounded. So there's only really two kinds. There's normal people who leave reasonable bad reviews. Well, don't do a bad job. <laughs> the, nor the normal people <laughs> leave you a bad review. And if you do do a bad job, because we all mess up, fix it, make them right, bank them whole. Do, you know, go out of your way to make them feel good about themselves and just don't take the crazy people. And then you won't have to deal with that. And the crazy people probably 80% of it. So that's the first version or not the first version. That's your first line of defense. I should say second, first and second one, do a good job to don't take crazy people. 
Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. Third line of defense is you can always get with Google or Facebook if they curse or slander, say something that's not true. Sometimes Facebook will take it down or Yelp or Google or sometimes it won't. It's not my favorite path, but you can you can rattle their cage and see if you can get anything. The next thing would be always watch how you respond. And remember, you're responding not to that crazy person. You're responding to all the people, right? So if Natalie's like, Mike, worst husband ever, bad breath, <laughs> I'm trying to, doesn't <laughs> put the toilet seat down, kind of chubby, even though I'm super skinny and look great, <laughs> embarrassing in public. Um, and kicks puppies. All of those may be true, but the puppy kicking part, right? So if I get on and be like, screw you, old lady, you're the one with bad breath. And I've seen you punch a puppy and, you know, I get a fist fight with a butterfly and you're just, you know, you, you're ugly and you're the fat one. Now we all look insane to the rest of the world. Right. But if I publicly say love of my life, I'm so sorry. I'm not the husband you wanted. I'll do better. She kind of looks like the crazy person and I look sane. So how that really, just in case you're not leaving bad reviews for your spouse and responding to them, um, like most of you out there, um, when someone says, you know, Mike's cleaning company sucked and he's the worst and he, he kicked my puppy and I hate him. Um, we want to respond with, I didn't kick your puppy. Your puppy bit me and I didn't even charge you the medical bill and like, you know, whatever the truth is. Right. But then you just look like a crazy person because you're getting in the whole muck. So I respond to all of them. Hey, Natalie. Hey, comment user. Um, thanks for the feedback. You know, the, we're not in business to piss people off or give people bad experience, but to give you a good experience, please reach out personally to me so I can, I can make it right. If you want to throw your email on there, you get crazy, put your cell phone kind of up to how, how nuts you want to get with this thing, but some way to contact you directly. Let me take care of you. And that's that. Even if they're crazy people, even if they're never going to reach out, even if they do reach out to you and you can't take care of them, None of that matters because you look like you are the adult in the virtual room and that's what people see. All right. Last one on this. And I think we got time for one more is bury them. That's my favorite way, right? So when you get 139 five-star reviews and good, thoughtful reviews, like we are so blessed by our clients just giving us great reviews. And I think every one of them in person, if I can, or on the phone or certainly respond, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so kind. And our clients are just the best. We so, had an amazing experience yesterday with our live event, just hearing people's transformational stories. And, oh, it just makes my heart sing. So just- It was great. And it was funny because we were, we had some of our clients that are really kicking butt uh, kind of on a panel for some of other clients that were still doing well, but we just thought it'd be fun. And I gave each of them like, a minute or two to respond, just to share, like give a little background of who they were. And then the, the rest of the, our people were going to ask some questions. And each one of them shared like a heart, the, the best stories ever. And of course we recorded nothing. We weren't ready. It wasn't like a time for, we had testimonials they all gave, but they were all stilted and like, Mike's the best. I love him. I'm rich now. And I was poor before, just like, like not fake at all. They were real, but they just weren't as good as the touching ones, which we didn't record because we're not smart. So there you go. Even the guy with the microphone screwing at you to do a better job screws up all the time. Anyway, that said, when you got 47 good reviews and three bad ones, and the good reviews are sincere and the bad ones sound crazy, people get pretty quickly what's going on here, right? And for those of you that pride yourself on your perfect reviews, the only way you can really have perfect reviews is not to make that big of a dent, right? I'd rather have 397 good reviews and 16 adequate reviews and 
eight cranks that are like, this guy's the worst. It's fine. It looks a lot more realistic than 370 perfect. And none of you guys have that many. I wouldn't sing, but you got seven reviews and they're all five stars. Good. I'd rather have 37 reviews that are five star and two that are two star, one star, right? It, it kind of lets it be more realistic. So don't, I think we have an emotional response to our perfect reviews, but again, the only way to have perfect, the best way to guarantee perfect reviews, no reviews, right? But if you're going to actually go out in the world and do stuff, you're going to have some reviews. And as long as they're overwhelmingly good, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. So, and believe it or not, it's a great, I've done this before. We get very, actually, I don't think we have any negative reviews from clients, but uh, sometimes we'll do free calls with people to give a consultation. And those people don't like that. We didn't typically, we don't offer them to come into our program. We won't accept them as clients and they go scream about us online. Um, I'll go to my clients like, Hey, I just had a guy hurt my feelings, gave us a bad review. Would you mind giving us a good, and then they'll give 10, 15 good reviews and it fixes everything. So that would be, I know it was a long, potentially boring, definitely winding <laughs> answer, but I'm hoping for five gold stars, Natalie. Am I close? Are we there? Or do they just completely five? <laughs> you got two thumbs up, five gold <laughs> stars. It's a party. Um, all right, let's do one more before I bore the pants right off. Uh, our, our great listeners. All right. This one's a, it's, it's going to be a tricky one. So Mark DuPont says, my question is, what is the most effective way to approach potential clients on the commercial side? I'm a new commercial cleaning business, and I've heard that cold calls or going door to door aren't recommended. I'm not sure how to proceed and like your professional opinion on this. Well, I'm certainly not going to give you my amateur opinion. I can tell you that. You said this guy's so name, much more fun, though. Yeah, I could give you my amateur. My amateur opinion would be a lot more fun, but a lot less effective. So it really just depends on what y'all want. Um, what did you say this gentleman's name is? Mark. Mark. All right. I thought it was Mark. So Mark, really good question. And I get this some version of this question a lot. And if I may, I, let me give you a better question. Um, just because that question, I would... If there was an answer like Facebook ads, then everyone would just run out and do Facebook ads and we'd all be millionaires, right? We kind of, as human beings, want the simple answer. Like, what's the best way? Telemarketing. Then that's only going to bring up, I can answer any any of the, any great answer that I thought was perfect and use the audience sort of a thousand. Well, I did Facebook ads and they don't work. And what hook should I use? And how much should I spend? Does it work in my town? What? There's a thousand things, right? So we try, and it's, there's nothing wrong, Mark, with your question. Um, it's a question I would ask, but it's, just not going to get you where you want to go, right? I wish I could tell you there was some simple, I, I promise you Facebook or direct mail or whoever, you know, the yellow pages all wish they were the one perfect answer and they could just dominate them all and make all the money and every, no one else would advertise anywhere else, right? But that's just not the case. So one of the big mistakes I made when I was younger that did not serve me well, and I've not found it to serve our clients or our listeners well either, is a hyper-focus on the medium with almost no focus on the client. So I'll get a question like that. I want to do commercial people. Where should I? Should I Facebook, direct mail, telemarketing, door to door, not knock on what do I do? And they're focused on the how to do it. And I say, well, who's your client? They go, commercial clients, anyone that has money. There's our problem, right? If I'm looking to get married and I go, well, what kind of a wife do you want? Anyone, anyone that says, yes, I'm good. So an infant, would that be acceptable? No, I don't want that. Okay, an elderly person, someone already married. How about a dead person? What about that tree outside? Like, okay, well, I want a woman of age. Great. So 700 pounds, 62 pounds on their deathbed. We're, okay, fine. They got to be healthy. Okay. What if they're damning businesses to hell on the internet? Is that okay? Like, there's all, <laughs> at some point we start going, okay, hold on. Right. So it would be like, is it match? Is it Tinder? Is it, sorry, I'm hinge. I've been married 13 years. So 
I'm grasping at straws at these things. I'm such a loser. I would go to church and like hope for the best. <laughs> is church good? Is tender? I don't know. They're, they're all different things, right? But if I, it, well, that's actually a great point. I'm guessing in my very limited dating experience over the last decade, almost zero love of my life. <laughs> but it's almost zero. That's almost zero. Yeah. Um, if I go to church, I'm going to find a very different woman than if I go on Tinder. So if we're not clear on the lady I'd like, it's hard to say, well, church is the best place for a certain kind of lady. And then just, I could open my window and scream out women of, of Scottsdale. I have money. Would anyone like some money to come marry me? I'll probably get a different caliber of woman. So we focus on the, do I scream? Do I go to church? Do I go to here? But we, we don't even start with the woman, right? So we got to start with a client. What commercial client do you want? What pain are they trying to solve? Why would they hire you? Do they have a cleaner now? Are they happy with that cleaner? If they're unhappy with that cleaner, why are they unhappy? How could you communicate that in a way that's effective that would draw their interest? These are far better questions to ask. So when people say things like, I want residential clients or I want commercial clients, where should I go to get them? I would go, I don't know. What do they want? And where, what problem are you solving? And where do they go to solve it? And they go, huh? And I go, okay, there we go. So not to try and crap on you guys, but anyone, I promise you, anyone that says, I have a telemarketing, you know, telemarketing is the way, that's the way, it's the right way. That's what you need to do. Almost certainly owns a telemarketing company and is trying to sell you crap. Now, does that mean that telemarketing is bad? No, not at all. But you got to know who you're selling and you got to know what their pain is and you got to know what are you going to say on the telemarketing call? And so all that to say, Mark, without trying to be evasive, I would focus in on who your client is, what pain you are solving for them and where they go to solve that pain. And then we could have a real conversation about what medium is the best way to go to get it. But honest to goodness, if you know what their pain is and you know how to communicate that effectively, any medium their eyeballs go is just as good as the next. Sorry, that's not fair. Any medium, enough of their eyeballs go at a price that you can get a positive return on investment is as good as the next. So we kind of lionize Facebook or social media or word of mouth or certain things, but it's like without the right message, without the right person, doesn't matter what it is. All right. I don't know. That didn't, I feel like Mark's not going to be satisfied. I think I'm going to, I'm going to give my own self. I think it's only three gold stars, baby. I don't, I wish, I know you probably want to give me more, but I just, I don't think it'd be right. All right. <laughs> she in her mind, she's like, that was a one gold star. You <laughs> More, I was thinking less. <laughs> Were you listening to your own? I'm sorry, tune out when I'm talking sometimes. I usually tune you out most of the yeah. time anyway. Uh, I think that was Kelly Kapoor from The Office or Michael Scott going, oh, sometimes I, I tune out when, I, when I'm talking. So I try to try to throw that in there. I don't know if anyone picked it up, all you old people. All right. Any, uh, any other questions, comments, or rude remarks to wrap this thing? Lovely, lovely, Natalie. I don't see any more questions. I think that is about it for today. Cool. Guys, gals, if this has been helpful and you would like more nonsense, go to growmancleaningcompany.com. I think we have nothing for sale, but a bunch of crap to help you grow and scale and have the business that you want. And in my humble opinion, the business you probably deserve, growmancleaningcompany.com. It's free. If you want more, if you have a question that you would like myself uh, and Lindsay, sorry, baby, to answer, just email support at growmancleaningcompany.com. Should get you hooked up. See you soon. Bye, guys. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job. 
Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.